Good evening, everyone. It's Thursday, September 9th, 2021, 9921. It's 829 in the p.m. Eastern Daylight Saving Time. This is the Fakeologist speaking. I'm coming to you live from the north shores of Lake Ontario, Canada, in Toronto, Ontario, the media capital of Canada. And currently we are all awaiting the in-house developed Ontario Quaxine Passport. Yes, we are going to do the app in-house. That means the government has workers that are going to create this wonderful device on our smartphone, I guess, for now, that allows us to have rights. I mean, the rights that the government took from us for our safety, and it will give us back these rights through software, software app. It'll tell you what you can do and can't do, mostly what you can't do. And tonight, we have a special guest. He comes back often to visit and discuss what he's finding. And you know who he is. You've heard of him before. And I, this is not announced because, not pre-announced, because we sometimes like to make plans at the last minute. It's not my neighbor, but it's the very famous person from Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, the one and only Marcus Allen. Hello. What's up, Tim? I appreciate the fantastic yeah. announcement. I yeah. appreciate that. Well, you know, it's uh, it's deserved, deserved. And I didn't realize that you had a couple recent podcasts in the last, last month, mainly because I get most of my feeds through RSS or through my podcast player. And I didn't realize that you had a couple podcasts and companion video, vlog vlog casts, I guess, whatever you want to call them. So you have done a few in the last month. Yeah, I was going to start doing it actually in September, and I did it early because I. What's happening right now is actually happening a little bit earlier than I think. Um, mm. Well, it's it's five years early. Yeah, uh, but it's now really early. It was all this vaccine stuff was supposed to happen in September sometime and they pushed it to August 13th and, mm-hmm. and here we are. So I'm doing the Dr. Mercola strategy, which is to put 10 or so, uh, what I normally put into my, you know, behind the paywall and put it out in front right. to attract people in and then they go away day by day. So yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. I listened to everything that you put out in the last month. Well, I think it was. Uh, in the last month, I don't know if you took stuff down, but just looking at the escape the new normal dot com forward slash show, yep. it says you had. Well, I listened to August eighteenth, August nineteenth, and and September seventh. There was a few in between, but it says check back tomorrow. So yeah, that's my that's my bad. I'm having um, okay. I've I've had some. Uh, I've tried to do stuff with Exclave Private Towns uh, to really kick it up a notch. Okay. And every single thing I've done has failed. Mm. And maybe we can get into that. So um, let's not talk about uh, as, as I told you on Telegram, my family is going away to a wedding. Mm-hmm. And that means I'm a bachelor till basically Sunday. So I will be getting a lot of work done over the next three days and I'll, I'll fix that up. So there are, let's see, there's so broken one. links basically. Those shows do exist, but they just. They exist. They're in, they're in behind the paywall right now and I'm going to bring them out in the next couple of days. Okay. Yeah, John the Bond often does that as well, johnthebond.com. He has a newsletter, and he did a couple of um, 
member chats apparently and he sent is sending them out on the email list and I got them and I'm downloading them. I'm not a member of um your site or of um John's site. It's not despite anyone, it's just because it would sort of obligate me in a way to get all your stuff and his stuff and I have a really hard time keeping up with just everyone's stuff. So um I'm not trying to be hypocritical that I don't support the people I listen to the most it does seem kind of strange, but maybe I'll. No, I mean it. the fact the fact that you have me on is is awesome, and that's all you know. Fantastic. I'm not a big fan of money, by the way. Yeah. Uh, believe it or not, <laughs> uh, and, that, and I just what about uh, especially with. Are I'm you sorry? a fan of eating? You know, you need money to eat. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean that's the problem. That's like, like that's the problem with crypto. <laughs> we should probably talk about that. The crypto. I mean, like, how do you pay your? You, your pizza guy with crypto. Well, you've got to figure out a way to convert it back to the old cashola system. Oh, so do you, in fact, um, doing a big show on nine mm-hmm. 11. Uh, and I, in fact, we should talk about that in this show. Yes. We should. Um, d- did you know the number one thing that nobody is talking about mm-hmm. that was a result of nine 11 okay. that has to do with crypto? Actually, do you know that connection? No, no, you're always teasing. You're always testing me. Um, I no. know. Uncle Odd hates when I do that. Well, does it yeah, waste it's, time? It's, I, I, don't it's mind, I don't mind the – I usually get tough answers, but I'm not sure you give me enough clues. Okay, so I'll give you a clue. Um, <laughs> driver's license. Okay. What happened after 9 – well, see, don't forget I'm in a different country, so different things Say, happen. It's the same in your country. It's the same in the, in the entire world. Well, they were going to do perhaps some secure driver's license. Is yeah. that it? Cause, nope. Okay, I give up. What? KYC. Know your client. That's right. Oh, okay. that was the number one thing that came out that nobody is talking about After except nine eleven. Are you talking about for investors? No, for crypto. Oh, okay, I did. Crypto was around at nine eleven. I mixed up. Nineteen ninety six. Okay, well, I didn't. I I didn't even know that. I I I don't know. The Dar- DARPA. In fact, I'll put that in the notes. Let's see here. Crypto um, only came on my radar in the last few years. I know that. I thought Bitcoin was two thousand six. Here, I'm going to send it to you. So, private chat. Take a look at this. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can talk about it while I'm bringing it up. There is a okay. slight delay between when I bring it up and. Uh, let me put, I'm using Chrome, unfortunately, just so I sound good on the audio, but I hate Chrome. Okay. How to make a mint, the crypt, cryptography. cryptography of anonymous electronic cash. This is literally a DARPA paper, October 31st, 1996, telling the world that crypto is coming. This is DARPA. Yeah. And then less about 12 plus months later was the first Bitcoin transaction. I thought Bitcoin was 2006-ish, or it was, was they, were they prototyping it? It was 12 years. It was a dozen years after this date, so whatever that is. Okay, 2008. Okay. And that's why you keep saying you think that Bitcoin is given 100%. to us by those who rule over us. 100%. And that kind of confirms a little bit with what Catherine Austin Fitz says. She mm-hmm. says they, the elite, the the controllers encourage all their agencies to prototype everything. Mm-hmm. They encourage them to do all that because that's how they stay ahead. 
of the curve all the time if they're constantly trying things out, innovating, beta testing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Some, most, I would guess most things flop, but some things stick. Mm-hmm. So that's why you're saying, so they, they, they're basically leading by, by experimentation all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. So, so that's what happened. In fact, let me see if I have it in my notes in my nine eleven notes. Yeah. This looks uh, like a good read. So you grab this. This is mostly text. This is what the internet used to look like. Yep. A lot of text, a couple graphics. All right. So now take a look at this. Mm-hmm. T- take a little gander at that one. Take a gander. Okay, next. This is on cov.com. Is that short for COVID? <laughs> Probably. The Patriot Act, the customer's view of Know Your Customer, KYC, Section 326 of the USA Patriot Act. What the hell is this doing in the Patriot Act? Exactly. Within weeks of the September 11th, 2001 terrorist attacks, the Congress enacted the United and Strengthening America by providing appropriate tools required to intercept and obstruct terror. So basically, this is in the name of stopping the financial flow of money to the terrorists. Right. So we are the terrorists. We are the, the people terrorists. who use crypto are the terrorists. Yeah. Anyone that does is part of the black market, and the definition of black market is anything that is outside the regulation of the corporations of the mm-hmm. United States or of the IRS, that is considered the black market because they can't keep track of it and regulate it and tax it to protect those poor citizens that are so stupid that they lose all their money if they possibly were in an outside unregulated market. That's right. right. Let me read let me read the punchline. As noted above, the most substantial change to the business practices of the financial service industry wrought by the Patriot Act relates to Know Your Customer, or KYC. Mm-hmm. Like many provisions of the Patriot Act, the KYC-related measures were conceived long before – <laughs> listen to that. The KYC-related measures were conceived, invented, mm-hmm. long before the autumn of 2001. The 9-11 terrorist attacks added new political momentum right. to their consideration. Indeed, bank regulators first proposed a KYC regulation in 1997. I can't – it looks like 87. I can't tell. Yeah. But were swiftly forced to abandon it in the face of withering criticism from the banking industry and the public. They always do that. Right. Oh, the public isn't ready for it. So, bam, we have fake planes hitting the towers. And we get KYC. That's yeah. the big thing that came well, out of us because well, the, the bankers did nine eleven. The Patriot Act was how big though? It was, it was supposed to be three thousand pages or something. It was the size of the, the, the Chinese phone book or Beijing right. phone book. It was huge. Right. Um, speaking of banking, did we ever talk? Or I don't know if it's your idea or it's someone else's idea. Do we ever talk about the purpose of? Um, oh man, it's just blanking me right now. Uh, January first, two thousand. What was that when the uh, everyone, all the computers were going to uh, shut down? Oh, yeah. We, yeah. What do we call that again? I forget now. Um, someone in the chat will know. A- Alex Jones was the big proponent yeah. of that, by the way. But did we ever discuss? Uh, oh man, why is that blanking me? Um, did we ever discuss the what? Somebody. Why two K? Why two K? Yeah. What was the purpose of that? Since it the, the official story is bunk. 
Yeah. Did you ever have a theory on that, or did you say? I, I do not have a theory on that. What do you think? My my theory was because the the whole theory the whole what's the official story? The official story was that the banking system only and all computer systems only counted the year using the last two digits of the year. In other words, 1965, yeah. they only made six room five. for 65 because computers were just so uh, there wasn't enough space to put all that memory. We didn't want, we didn't bother putting the first part of the year. So when we went from 1999 to 2000, it would make the computers all implode because they would think that uh, we're going back in time because they didn't have those extra two digits. So the idea was we had to rewrite all the code to to allow for this, to fix this problem. That was the official story. So they had to rewrite code all over the place, and everyone was on standby because the world was going to crash on January 1st, 2000 at midnight or 0001 hours. And, and planes would drop from the skies. Yeah, but... I don't know where I got this idea, but what I heard was they used this as an excuse to steal tons of public money because these kind of jobs, these these huge undertakings to redo huge systems, they need the public's money. So they have to convince governments and industry and shareholders to spend all this money. And it was to I heard it was to synchronize all the banking systems to a one-world bank system where they all were on the same system. So all they brought in all the central bank countries, which is most countries, into this one-world order banking system. So that it was to synchronize all the banking systems from different systems to one system. And mm -hmm. this was the excuse they used to basically spend tons of money to redo all the code. It wasn't because the idea that, oh, we can't write one extra line of code to say, okay, and I used to do basic software coding, you know, the Apple basic, mm -hmm. and I wasn't, I didn't take computer programming at all. I just taught myself. It wasn't that hard. It was basic. That's why it was called basic. It was easy for the most part with anyone with the brain, but you could probably just write one line of code that actually hard coded in the if then statement that says, if the year is zero zero, then that year is 2000 and not 1900. Mm -hmm. How hard would that have been done? So the idea that we had to spend billions and uh, I, I remember the talk about how many millions and billions they were going to spend to do this. Didn't make any sense. Come on guys. It's not that big of a job. It, to, it's even simpler than that. All you would do is make the two character part of the database, a four character mm -hmm. part. And then you would do something called a regex. Mm -hmm. Find and replace. Yeah, find and replace. Yeah, boom. Yeah, you could do that too. But whatever the case, it wasn't. It couldn't possibly have been the story that they. So the idea that they had to synchronize banking systems to get on a one-world banking system to get all the central banks on the same. That makes a lot more sense. And the sure. corporations. So that would cost money. And now, of course, they're synchronizing everything in the world that isn't already synchronized with this um, COVIDian financial takeover. Yeah, but I'm still, I, I know they're rushing things because mm -hmm. this vaccine passport, if it was 9-11, because they did 9-11, perfect. Patriot Act comes out 40-something days later. 
Osama bin Laden is fingered 40 minutes later. Mm -hmm. You know, everything, everything was perfect. And now nothing is going according to plan. I still don't see that. You disagree with me, you're saying? Well, first of all, I'm disagreeing partially. Number one, the scope of this plan is way bigger. This is worldwide. Like the Mm -hmm. fact that it's going on in Sweden, it's going on in, in... in the Far East and Canada, all over the, at the same time, is is incredible. The scope mm-hmm. is just massive, and and the fact that they're they're doing it locally in a lot of ways. For instance, every province in our country and every state in your country, they're they're kind of doing their own thing because that's to give the impression. It's 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 huge. There's so that's many- my but that's my point. Why would okay? Let mm-hmm. me back up. I'm not explaining myself well. Apple Computer has, I'm sorry, Apple Corporation mm-hmm. has something built in. I'm sure Google has the same thing. It's called Apple Wallet and Apple Card. Mm-hmm. You can put your, now you can put your driver's license into the system and it's a digital thing. You can have your boarding passes. I have mm-hmm. Spirit Airlines when I went last, last went to Atlanta. It's still on my Apple wallet. Right. They could have a vaccine passport built into that. And make it so it goes worldwide overnight. Mm-hmm. They haven't done that. Right. Why not? I don't know. It's a good question. Well, why is Ontario making their own passport? I, I just think that there are they want it to do way more or they want uh, some kind of central control or wouldn't they have to sort of take over Apple or just I, I don't know. I, I agree that technology has probably been out there for a long time. But what maybe there are competing factions as to who is going to get this data because this data, once it's centralized, is going to be so powerful. So it's – I don't know. I, I still think they're way behind. This is rushed. Apple computer would have this out. Same with the contact trace, tracing. Mm-hmm. Like that's like a nothing burger anymore, right? It's not like well, it's no not an issue. About. Yeah, it's not. It's a non-issue right now, mm-hmm. as far as I know. So why? So yeah, how did that? Why did contact tracing come and go so quickly? Right. It, it's. Uh, I think I'm it just, just not buying that this is organized. Is that? I mean, they planned for decades and centuries. This should have been up and running. And I'm a software guy. I I could write this thing in two seconds. Well, I still think people it have is asked up me to running. make a fake QR code piece of software that people can use. I won't do it, mm-hmm. but I could do it in literally an afternoon. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. I write software, so I could do it in an afternoon. Everyone would have a always updated fake QR code vaccine passport. Mm-hmm. Why can't Apple use their resources to have this ready to rock and roll? doesn't make any sense to me. Well, I'm sure there's a really good reason that we don't really get to know right now. I'm sure there is a good reason. We- I just think that they're they're just running they're they're going against what they normally do. It's the opposite of the Fabian method. They're going too fast. No, I I still think we're fabing it up all over the place. I no, I don't think any is off schedule. At least where I live, I really um I think everything is going to plan. Mm-hmm. I I hate to say it. I wish it wasn't. I I think it's going to plan. And even today, today... Are you reading the comments after... Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, reading which comments? I'm not looking at any comments right this second. 
the you got to you got to read these Biden comments from the speech today. Yes. Well, I got the uh, video from YouTube. From this, this is the video Finance. from YouTube. Look at the comments. Yahoo Finance. This is the the video. I I just grabbed the first one as I was driving. <laughs> I just did a search. By it doesn't matter which. It doesn't matter which one you look at. I mean, my wife is like, "Wow, everyone is even vaccinated. People are against what he's saying." Look at the comments. I have it up, and uh, isn't it? it I don't know. I, I don't usually watch Biden conferences, press conferences, but this one seemed to be important. And I did tune in to Tim Truth. He's doing some really good work that's similar to what mm-hmm. I'm sort of doing. He And he has mm-hmm. a pretty big following, actually. I actually asked him to come on sometime in the future because I, I like his stuff. And I this is... He's the way I like to get my, my news, my U.S. news, at least. I don't like to just go raw and watch the president. I'd rather watch, have, listen to someone else that I like just give me the highlights or the lowlights. And sure. he was doing that today. He had the Jen Psaki press conference, and he was doing a good job skipping around on that. And he said, uh, then, he, then during that video, he said that Biden is going to come on later, and he would break it down. And, of course, I didn't know when Biden was coming on. So I just did a search to see if I had missed it by 5.30, and I had. So, yeah. I, I can actually give you five timestamps right now, and you can play, like, 30 seconds, and it gives Go you the ahead. whole thing. So are you talking about the same Seven, video I'm looking at? Yeah, 7.57. Okay, I'm going to do that. Okay, and in my notes, I have FDA approval lie. He says FDA. it's FDA approved. Well, last month, the FDA granted that approval. So the time for waiting is over. Well, it gave the approval to Comirnaty, Comirnaty, right? But the original Pfizer vaccine still is under EUA emergency use authorization. Right, Comirnaty is not even manufactured yet, so it's right. a future approval for something that's not even been tested. Right, but I did read somewhere they, they're sowing tons of confusion around this because I know we're we're there's the official story that it's approved. And there's the conspiracy story that it's not approved because this Comirnaty is not approved. They don't even make it. And then someone said, well, it's the same thing. This is just a marketing thing. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of confusion around the story. And, of course, mm-hmm. the other quack scenes are not officially FDA approved. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, I think everything they're talking about, like, for instance, as this PSYOP moves along, they... They lie about one thing, and then it's debated, it's hashed out, and then they move down the line of the PSYOP. So then, okay, so we're not going to agree that it's a vaccine, but a month later, they're just going to call it a vaccine. Because that debate is now in the past. The people on our side, we lost, and they're just going to call it a vaccine from now on. And then, now that it's... a we had a debate for a couple of weeks. Is it approved? Not approved? There's confusion. Now we're just going to say it's approved in September. You see what I mean? So they, it's just lie upon lie upon lie, and they know people have forgotten the original lie, and they just it's just truth now. But again, if you go back to 9/11 as the the template of how to do a psyop, they did it perfect. They fingered Osama Osama bin Laden in 45 minutes. They had the Patriot come out in less than 45 days. Everything was compressed. And that's what you do in a PSYOP is you compress everything. 
because yeah. it's more effective that way. If you drag things out, then you, you know you get a lot of people who are like questioning the narrative. Yeah. And if you again, if you look under the comments, it's almost like a hundred percent of the people, even the vaccinated people, are like, "What the hell's going on here?" Mm-hmm. And that's very. I'm very. You know, this video game, as Jeff Berwick likes yeah. to say, is very interesting to watch. Well, I think I don't think it's, it's. It would be great to think it's a video game. Unfortunately, there's real people that are really getting hurt. Hey, uh, I'm in that family right now. I get it. There are real totally. people getting hurt. Um, I was late for last night's show. I don't know if you were tuning in. I turned I turned into the podcast because I was driving today, and I didn't hear neighbor come on. Did he come he on never later? Came on. He never called in. He said he was calling his brother for something else. So maybe one day he'll call. He's fine. I I like the guy, so I'm, I think he's truthful. But mm-hmm. he gave me a he gave me a COVID death story last night. Now, it wasn't anyone that died of COVID, but it was someone who died because of the COVID measures of shutting the hospitals down. Mm. And he said he knew someone who was pregnant, and that person was having trouble. They sensed a problem with the pregnancy. They called their doctor. The doctor said, it's fine. You don't have to come in because the doctor's probably at the cottage, and they probably did a video call. So he said, it's fine. Just do this. Lay down, blah, blah, blah. And then it escalated, and... you know. Because if, if the doctor actually saw the human and put their hands on them and used all their five senses, they might have sensed there was a problem. But you can't really find and diagnose over Zoom. It's not that good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so then the person got into the hospital. Their husband took him to the hospital. And of course, the husband had to wait out in the parking lot because he couldn't get in. And then things escalated from there. And the baby died. And then the woman died. <laughs> and I didn't find out why. But he blamed the whole thing on the be, on the inability to get any kind of health care now, which is a direct result of the COVID measure. So she didn't die of COVID, but everything that happened may have turned out differently if the hospitals weren't in this insane COVID protocol that they have been for the last year and a half. So that, that's... That's a real person that really died because of the COVID measures. And I think that is happening all over the place. Well, last night while you were doing your show, I was doing my thing and I recorded two hours worth of a call and the software didn't record. Yeah. So I got some two hours of practice. I'll have to do it again. But I, are you familiar with this nurses town hall in Minnesota? No. Oh yeah. I won't tell you too much about it because I'll say that as an exclusive and I'll put it on my website. Yeah. But yeah, there was a town hall, some um, sketchy representative who I do not trust. Mm-hmm. I think he, I am pretty sure he's in the club. He hosted, he hosts these town hall meetings of medical workers Yeah. and you will not believe their stories they're telling and the, the most audacious part of it. And this won't surprise you. Is that the vaccinated people, the vaccinated staff, the nurses, the doctors have such contempt for you and me who are not vaccinated that you're a fool to go to a, to a hospital. Yeah, it's dangerous, days. I heard. Yeah. It's dangerous for us. It's dangerous. And they all, the whole town hall meeting was confirming this. It was oh, that's crazy. That ain't good at all. Yeah. So I, I've heard of I've this heard whole of, thing about yeah. going to the hospital in need because of COVID. The hospital is the last place you want to be. Just go, go and don't, when you say eat broccoli, I disagree with that. Go, go eat a, go eat a steak. Have some steak and eggs. Can I have steak be and good. broccoli? <laughs> I'm anti, I am anti broccoli. Yeah. I think broccoli is really bad for you actually. 
All right. Well, I don't want to do. I don't want to do the food thing tonight. Cause that, <laughs> that's a um, that's a back and forth. That's, I do. I do like my meat though. So don't get me wrong. I do eat mm-hmm. meat. I eat lots of meat. But now it's going up, up, up and away. Okay. What's the next timestamp? Nine twelve. Oh, okay. Almost the same time. What, what does he say next? Here we go. I'll start at nine oh one. The biggest companies are already requiring this. United Airlines, Disney, Tyson's Food. And even Fox News. The bottom line, we're going to protect vaccinated workers from unvaccinated co-workers. We're going to reduce the spread of COVID-19 by increasing the share of the workforce that is vaccinated in businesses all across America. Yeah, so that, that, that's, that's September's theme. The unvaccinated are dangerous. Yep. And we're going to... And no matter what the vaccinated do... We are lepers. We must right. be quarantined. Yeah, that was a theme. And the other theme that I heard a couple times is 80 million. He keeps saying there's 80 million unvaccinated people, United Arab Americans, running around causing havoc. <laughs> that's that's the theme I got. I don't like walking, watching this guy because um, he kind of reminds me of my grandfather. That My grandfather is <laughs> on the Irish side. Uh-huh. And, you know, I would never put my grandfather on stage slurring and making mistakes. I'd feel so embarrassed for him. So mm-hmm. that's, that's why I have a hard time watching this guy because I think it's elder abuse. I've said that before, though. <laughs> it, it is. You would never yeah, let your grandfather an make a fool. The, do you I want know. to know who actually wrote the speech? Who? Here. I'll give you his name. Take a look. Yeah, who are the speech writers? There's, there's right obviously there. more than one. It's right there. No, it's just this one guy. Okay. How do you know that it's this guy? I have good spidey senses on how people use the same verbiage over and over again, and it, okay. it's riddled with the same stuff. Vinay Reddy. Mm-hmm. He is from Ohio State University. He looks – Vinay is Indian. He's an Indian-American. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. Do you is he speaking? Does he speak perfect English? Because a lot of people that are born, I guess he was. It looks like he was born in America. No, it says he was raised in Dayton. Doesn't mean he was born here. I'm just curious if sometimes people that aren't born in uh, America don't write perfect English. Although I don't think anyone speaks perfect English anymore. True. And he's a Sufi. Listen to Alan Watt right. talk about Sufis. Which is sort of the Masons of India. That's right. Okay. All right. Okay. So the next timestamp is 12. This is going to like, this is unbelievable. And then it gets even worse after the fourth timestamp okay. is just unbelievable. So look at 1229. Okay. The vaccine is FDA approval. Over two. 100 million Americans have gotten at least one shot. We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin. Here comes the threat. And yeah. the refusal has cost all of us. So please <laughs> do the right thing. But just don't take it from me. me. Listen to the voice. God, he, he just stutters and stammers so much. It drives me crazy. <laughs> yeah, so we're slowing down progress. Okay, the unquaxinated. Okay, what's the next one? And then uh, 1857. 
Okay, here we go. Start a little early. My plan also takes on elected officials and states that are undermining you and these life-saving actions. Right now, local school officials are trying to keep children safe in a pandemic while their governor picks a fight with them. He's talking about Governor DeSatan in Florida, right? Right. Specifically. So he's basically saying if any governor gets in the way, he's going to take care of it. Yeah. And he has the authority to do so. Right. Well, basically what he did say, I know that went around Twitter a little bit after this. And it sounds like he's just going to take out the governor, you know, send a hit squad from Washington. Right, right. <laughs> but what he did go on to say is if the governor is threatening the school board to withhold money from mm-hmm. paying the teachers, that he would write a check and pay the teacher. So if the mm-hmm. teacher is going against the governor, he would write a check from the federal treasury direct to the teacher or the school board, et cetera. So yeah, it, man, talk about interfering with states' rights. Jesus, this, 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 I know there's nothing constitutional about the United States federal government anymore. I listen to the quash. Like they're mm-hmm. so far away from the, their constitutional mandate. It's, it's crazy. And I think they just prey upon the ignorance of the American people that, they're doing all these things, like the TSA, the Department of Education. They're all unconstitutional. <laughs> they're all well, all of it. Speaking of the TSA, go to the final uh, point, 22 minutes exactly. Yeah. It's funny that you listen to this, too, because I listened to it on the way home. I would normally not listen. I to would this. never listen to this. No. Tonight, I'm announcing that the Transportation Safety Administration, the TSA, will double the fines on travelers that refuse to mask. If you break the rules, be prepared to pay. And by the way, show some respect. The anger you see on television towards flight attendants is wrong. It's ugly. The fifth piece of my plan is protecting our economic recovery. Okay. Yeah, this, is, this is BS. Yeah, just it's unbelievable. It's it's the, he's so far away from what he's supposed to be doing. It's but this is a communist communitarian takeover of the United States. I've said all along that this is to bring down the United States, and I wasn't. I'm still not sure the exact pathway. I still think it's a ten-year plan, but this is all part of it. Yeah, you and I just disagree on the timing. I think it's way sooner than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, uh, in ten years it'll be done. So maybe it'll be no. Done. It'll be done a lot faster than that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, you know, Jeff talks about the crash of the. He's been talking about that forever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gonna the dollar might crash in a year. No, 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 no. no. So it's gonna be less. It's gonna be less than that. Will be brought in, and the United States dollar will be done. I saw. I think I posted something that I saw floating around. With a new timetable for that kind of thing. I don't know where I put it. As you know, I've got uh, too many venues. It might have been on Telegram that I put it. But I saw something floating around on the Telegram. Let's just see if I saw that. But uh, while I'm looking for that, do you want? Do you, is there anything else you want to... 
bring up oh, real quick? I, I, I have something called – I have a new thing called bucket in my notes. I, I have literally years worth of things to talk about. So what – you want me to just pull something out? Yeah, go here's ahead. One. Well, yeah, here's looking. one. I got one. All right, so uh, two top FDA officials resign over Biden's yeah. booster plan. You know right. about that? I heard that. That's pretty minor in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, how about this one? I bet you didn't hear about this because it just happened. I'll send this to you and you can take Maybe. a look at it. Okay. I'm looking at something from – what did you think of um, the cabin talk lady? You know the German lady living in Vermont? Mm-mm. Oh, she basically read the executive order from September 19th, 2019, okay. where Trump was going to create a va- national vaccine plan. And she called. She said, this is the beginning. This was in September. Oh, I did. That was on your site. Yeah, I saw that. I mm-hmm. thought that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I missed that. Did you? Rem- do you remember that? No. no. I thought that was quite well thought out. Mm-hmm. By her. Mm-hmm. Okay, Andrew Yang. What do we? What, he's back. Oh, third. Okay. Sort of poly, political crap. What, so when you think of Andrew Yang, the first thing you think of, of course, is UBI, mm-hmm. Universal Basic Income, because right, that was his thing. Yeah, and here we go. It's it. Here we go. I mean, you are going to lose your job because you're not vaxxed, and you're going to rely on a couple thousand dollar tops payment from the government to to survive. Okay. I knew they'd roll this guy back out. Like it, it's so obvious what they're doing. Okay. That's the Yang man already. Um, let's see what else we got here. Yeah, I've got a lot too. And then we've got. Uh, I'll just look at my blog real quick. We've got Howard Stern shilling for the. For the quaccinated, saying bringing, he's doing his his part to blame the unquaccinated for ruining his freedoms. And never forget, speaking of freedom, that it, Howard Stern was a big part of 9-11 20 years ago. He was, and that fooled me a lot. I never listened to the show at the time, but I did listen to the replay, and I do mm-hmm. have it. Radio and, host Howard Stern blasted opponents of the COVID-19 vaccine on Tuesday, stating that, quote, nut jobs are trampling on his freedom to live. Stern said to his listeners on a serious XM program, I find quote, that the new reporters or the people that read the news are, they're beyond terrible. They're awful. I know. They almost sound like robots. They're so bad. Yeah. Just almost they, like they're not, it's almost like they're CGI. But they're just, they don't speak properly. They don't enunciate. They don't. Yeah, they're they're not. I know I know that a lot of the uh, reporting and the story writing is offshore now. For instance, uh, the Philippines. Most people in the Philippines speak really good English, and they work for nothing. So they'll get a concept, and then they'll be told to write the story mm. because nobody reads anyway. It's not really that important if there's any severe grammatical or spelling errors. But mm-hmm. none of these stories are written. Um, in America or Canada anymore. That's, that's what I understand. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you have any EGI concerns about Howard Stern, by the way? Uh, I've, I've thought about, I think every person I see on TV, when I'm at the, when I'm at Planet Fitness, every person on TV looks like a man dressed in a, mm-hmm. in a dress. Right. Is he the a reversal though, do you think, in any way? Yeah, I don't think so. No. He's just an ugly guy. <laughs> well, 
I mean, I would, I would, I would be happy to say that he's ugly. I don't, I don't know. Some people dig him. Yeah. No, I, I don't. His I, look. No, yeah. I don't. I don't think anyone digs his look. It's, it's very strange, and he's right to make fun of himself. That that's been a shtick for forever. But it does seem like you know all these like isn't he on The Voice or was on The Voice? I, I again, I don't watch TV. Yeah, he was on America's America's Got Talent. That was a few years ago. But his wife is very so a lot of those. Go ahead. His wife is transpicious, and he's on, or she's always been made yeah. fun of of having a horse face. She looks good to me, but this is before I even considered um, transvestigations, but. But when you look on that show, whatever show he's on, most of the people on that show seem that way. Mm-hmm. And well, another show that's on that's judges? just crazy off the hook, mm-hmm. transgender people, is Let's Make a Deal. I, the new Let's Make a Deal, oh, which I'm forced to watch again when I'm at Planet Fitness, is it's it's a fucking circus of people. What do you think of um, – let's, let's bring up this woman that I saw on the TikToks. And I'm not I, I I'm not giving proper credit to a lot of the posts anymore because the stuff's coming in too fast. So what happens is someone will send me a link and then I'll go find I'll try and find the original link if I can so I can get the whole thing because a lot of people mm-hmm. they'll video a video with their phone and the quality will be, will be low and then they'll post yeah. it on Twitter even though it yeah. came from TikTok. So I try and find right. the original. So a lot of times I don't give the credit. So I'm not sure who sent this to me. But what do you think? And and I've discounted the idea of the virus shedding and the spike protein. I think that's all baloney. Yep. But this woman brought up a disease that I'd never heard yep. of before. Did you see this? Yeah, so, yeah, I watched that. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'll play a little bit of it. And I think I put in in on FacoTube. Uh, okay. See, sometimes I put the notes in FacoTube and not in the blog because it's it's too much. <laughs> but this woman says she has CIRS, which I looked that up. That's a real thing. That's chronic infl- inflammatory response syndrome or something. Let me now. I gotta look. Chronic inflammatory response syndrome, and what that means is. She is super sensitive to toxins, mainly mold. Mold is a very toxic animal. It's actually an animal, I believe. I wanted to talk to you about that. Do you agree with that? That mold is toxic? Yeah. I do. I do. Okay, so when when I go in, when we go climb rocks and go through the streams, which is loaded with mold, you're saying that that's toxic? No, I think that's different from mold that is in your house, in your in your insulation, in and it's a big problem, I would say. And this is why we tend to get more ill in the winter because a lot of us spend all our days and nights in our house in the north because it's cold out. So I think could that, it could it be a buildup of the chemicals that we spray in our house that creates that mold? What what, what chemicals do you spray in your house? I don't well, I don't in my house. Uh, I use apple cider vinegar to clean almost everything. But most people yeah, use like I Clorox sure. and uh, yeah, for sure. I think all of it. But I think mold is probably toxic. I'm not going to argue about mold being toxic because I think it's a living thing. It has spores. Um, I know for sure that the 
that the protein that's in pollen, I think pollen is a protein from plants, I know that when that gets in my nose and overloads my system, I feel, I, I get worn down. This is my lowest point of the year right now. It's yeah. a very dangerous time for me because of ragweed. And I'll have yeah. to wait till a week or two after the frost when all those ragweeds die. So I think that I think it's the protein that gets in my bloodstream through my nose, through my lungs, through my eyes. That's what knocks me down. And if I'm not careful, I'll go down for the count. Now, so far, if you just maintain your terrain, you can probably stay. You could probably. But anyway, so that's what that's what Mir or sorry Sears is. I just let me just play a tiny bit of this woman. I thought she's pretty good. Pretty good. Hey TikTok, my name is Anne, and you don't know me, but this is. By the way, she, this has almost three hundred thousand views on TikTok, which is pretty good, mm. considering the rest of her channel only has a few thousand per view, which is also good. So this mm. one, a video this about one my crazy. medical experiences with the uh, pointy thing that people are getting nowadays. I haven't taken it, but I'm gonna tell you something about it. And TikTok does censor a lot. Yeah, yeah I, it is. I had a video that went over ten thousand on TikTok, and then it was gone. Yep. <laughs> so I yep. don't like that's why I don't like these systems because I put some energy and effort into it and then it goes away so I, I just I just hate that I put it on FacoTube I think whatever I did but it just it's so frustrating when something does well and then boom they delete it but the problem with FacoTube is you're in the middle of the forest where on yeah, I know we're on we're on Twitter and TikTok TikTok that's where the action is. So you pull you pull the people to your forest. That's true. That's true. I got to do better on that. That I know yep. medically. This isn't misinformation. This is my own personal experience, and my doctors agree with this experience. So I have a disorder called SIRS, C-I-R-S, if you choose to Google it, chronic inflammatory response syndrome, inflammation in response to toxins. My body, my immune system, makes inflammation and overreacts in response to toxins. I'm a walking toxicity meter. I walk into buildings, I walk by anything poisonous, and I can tell you that it's poisonous because within seconds I get sick. I produce, my body produces inflammation. Just like someone with a peanut allergy can get sick from 10 feet away, if there's something poisonous, I can sense it from 10 feet. Actually, I got, now I remember, I got this from Brian, Brian from Portugal, the 9-11 guy with the firefighter. He sent this to me. So hat mm -hmm. tip to Brian. Now, now it just came back. What do you think? Do you think this is real or? Okay, so here's why I'm dubious and skeptical about the whole fungus thing, the, the mold. I used to listen to Dave Asprey a lot. Mm -hmm. And I'm finding that most of the things he talks about is complete and utter bullshit. Uh-oh. Is yeah. he marketing or who is he? Yeah. Uh, you don't know who Dave – from no. Bulletproof Coffee? No, I don't know. You don't know Bulletproof Coffee? Wow. No, I don't drink coffee. Yeah, I don't either anymore. So uh, <laughs> let, me post, let me post – Who the uh, hell is he? So he invented something called Bulletproof Coffee, which is the first mold-free coffee, and I put that in air quotes. Okay. Most coffee is mold free. I would hope that's so. part of the that's part of the roasting process. They have mm -hmm. some kind of system that clears it out. And he always talked about when he was young. And again, correlation is not causation. But he would always swear that because his house had mold, he was sicker than ever. Well, mm -hmm. maybe it's because of the food you ate, or maybe it was yeah. something else. You don't know that. So I'm a little bit dubious when I hear people say mold is. 
you know, very toxic and this and that. I mean, I, we got affected by Hurricane Sandy. There is mold growing all over the roof of my bedroom. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. Well, now that, again, that maybe right, I'm, though. I'm sorry. What's that? Is that, Al, is that, um, uh, um, what's it called? I, is that mold is black and it's, mm-hmm. and the, the best person to talk about this is maybe Esoterra Rick, who used mm-hmm. to be a cleaner when he could work in Sydney, Australia. Yeah. So mold is black. It, it looks like uh, dirt and it's on the inside of the house, not the outside. I don't yeah, it's on, it's on the roof of of my bed. Uh, I'm not. I'm sorry. On the ceiling, oh, the I meant ceiling. to say okay. ceiling of my bedroom. Okay. It was also in the. We had an overflow toilet. Right. So that leaked all the way down to the first floor closet, and right. the entire ceiling of the closet was black mold. Okay. For a decade. Right. And what I did is I just cleaned up as much as I could, and then I painted over it. Right. You know, none well, of us yeah, are but, sick. But so you, again, not, maybe we're just we're just lucky, or maybe there it's not a thing. I don't know. Well, well no, that's you guys. I don't think everyone is hyperallergenic to everything. For instance, some mm-hmm. people I'm allergic to cats and most dogs, and and uh, it's a big problem. So I don't live with. I won't let them in the house. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. There are a lot of people that are campaigning for a COVID uh, support animal in my house and I won't let it because I know it's just going to be the ruination of my um, breathing. So yeah. I just said, sorry, not happening. I, I, I'd love a support COVID support animal, but I'm not, I can't do it. Yeah. So to answer your question about her, do I believe her story? Um, she doesn't give anything off that seems wrong, mm-hmm. but again, I'm tainted because I keep hearing this Dave Asprey story about how bad mold is. And of course, that's his main selling point of his coffee that he sells. So I'm a little bit dubious about that claim. Okay. Now, 9-11. Um, so you're doing a 9-11 episode on 9-11? I or? am. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, I thought you were done with that 9-11 thing, but is it because it's the 20th anniversary? You have to step it's up? a combination of things. Again, I'm, I'm a bachelor until Sunday. Mm-hmm. I don't go anywhere, so I've got nothing better to do. and. Mm-hmm. You know, I have so many things to talk about 9-11. You always say that Simon Shack put out the best thing about 9-11. I kind of chuckle about that. I think I've put out the best thing. And what I'm going to do is I'm just going to take the best and compress it into seven. Because, yeah, you've done tons of 9-11 research for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you you might be more uh, expansive in your coverage. But do you have – is there one thing you you, you, you can point to or is it just talking about your body of work? You mean if I had to give if I only had thirty seconds to show someone what happened on nine eleven, what what would it be? Right, yeah. You actually have a, a the the Hazard County video, I believe you did. No, no, it wouldn't be that at all. It would be that recent development. In fact, you posted it on your site, I think. Oh, uh, right. There, then there was no plane that went into the building. Right. That's that's the best thing of all. Do you, do you, the second best thing, which I will give Simon Shack credit for, is the zoom in, zoom out, where there's the helicopter shot, where right. Right. that that is you cannot that is undebunkable, no doubt about it. I'm trying to find uh, what I would have called that uh, that video. I don't even know if I categorized it properly. Let's see here. That was. Nine eleven, no planes here. Well, that was from eleven months ago. Let's just play that. I think I found it. 
Can you send me a link to that for the Beach notes? A controlled out explosion. Okay, Voss. Okay, so I gave you a hat tip on that. Yeah, I'm going to send it to you. <laughs> No, not that one. No, that's not the one? No. That's it's the one where you zoom in, and the plane, you see the plane come in, but when you zoom out, the plane isn't there. Well, no, this is, okay, This is that the one with the explosion? Because this is the explosion one. This is the recently released one. Is that what you're talking about? Or the- no, I'm talking about the one where it was a helicopter shot, and they zoom into the building, and then you see the plane go in. But then when you reverse the zoom in and you zoom out, mm, that's the, Simon the plane Shack is... thingy. Yeah, it's from Simon Shack, yeah. Okay, here's another one. I'll, I'll play that it. I'm like just looking through the 911. That's, cat. This that's is the one I did. Take a look at this rare Los California. Whoops. I just skipped ahead. By... Video of Flight 175 that hit the South World Trade Center Tower on 9-11-2001. Take a really close look because there are two impossibilities I'm going to show you here. This video was allegedly shot by Michael Herzakani, a diamond merchant. Just looking at the video, the quality is so crappy of the plane. It's just, it's ridiculous. And I still think, and I'm not going to talk about this on my 9-11 thing, but I'm, mm-hmm. if I had to bet a boatload of money, mm-hmm. I would bet that Ace Baker did 9-11. Yeah. Somebody on Cruise Forum said it was done on a Sega Genesis machine. <laughs> I'm not sure why, but uh, that, well, was, that was really Do you know what I mean by Ace Baker did 9-11? Yes, he did the expose in the Great American PSYOP, which I saw first before September Cruise. Yeah, and it blew, so he actually, it he actually recreated away. it. Mm-hmm. So if someone knows how to recreate that, they... There's a good chance they probably did it, and it's in our face. Like, here's how they would have done it. Oh, by the way, I did it. Wouldn't surprise me at all. I'd bet a lot of money on that one. Do you think it's the September Clues chopped out one? Chopped Maybe. out? That might be it. It's four no, it was called – no. I, I thought it was like zoom in or something like that. I think this is a chopped out. И вновь в эфире специальный выпуск новостей на канале НТВ в студии Петр Марченко. Мы продолжаем следить за событиями в Нью-Йорке. Буквально минуту назад там рухнуло одно из двух зданий Всемирного торгового центра. Сейчас мы покажем то, что было снято операторами ведущих телекомпаний. Вы видите, что... In other parts of Washington and in New York. It's in my notes somewhere. I don't have my notes. Okay. Both after a zoom out. Okay. You don't think this is it? Nope. Okay. Yeah. On review, though, that's the main thing. The 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 images are so piss poor and. That's not how video looked in 2001. I know it's a long time ago, but video was pretty damn good back then. Television video. Television quality. Yeah. Yeah. 
Again, I'm going to play a, during my show, I'm going to play on a loop, the, the no plane shot, the, the recent one that we both saw. Just play that on a loop. Let that sink in. Let the, you know, let the psychic driving set in for the people listening or seeing that for the first time. Cause that's what they've done to us for 20 years. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't remember, but they would play on NBC every year on the anniversary, the live as if it was happening live without saying it was recorded. Mm-hmm in commemoration of what happened on 9-11. So every year, viewers of NBC would would see it again as if it was happening live without it saying, this is a replay of what happened in 2001. Kind of like the um, Orson Welles War of the World where they just yeah. played it and didn't really tell anyone. And, right. And they waited for people to call in and say, oh, no, that's, uh, that's just, a, just a show we're playing. Yeah, it's a simulation. Funny how you guys reacted to it as if it was real. That is quite interesting. <laughs> so so right now there's four people watching September Clues, the original upload. It is on FacoTube. I think it's back on YouTube. It goes up and down like a toilet seat, and Simon. Uh, but all the September Clues videos, and there are many of them, are on FacoTube. And I just sent you, Marcus, a link to the 9-11 category on FacoTube. Oh, great. And there are quite mm-hmm. a few videos. So if anyone wants to see what we, what I think are the best ones regarding 9-11, then you can go take a peek at this category. But there's tons of September Clues stuff. Yeah, September Clues is more than just the original 90-minute video. There's quite a bit of stuff on there. And the other mm-hmm. thing I have on here, I don't know if you enjoyed them as much as I did, but I loved it when the crank callers called the... The, uh, what show was it? This open phone show that was on a C-SPAN. The C-SPAN talk show. That's it. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's from a long time ago, yeah. I, they're still really enjoyable when they have all these talking heads, these politicos on, and someone deadpans them with a 9-11 question. And I don't think they're as rehearsed when they're on this particular show. It, it, it they may be staged callers. I do agree with that, but I just enjoyed that whole campaign for a while. Then that went on for a couple of years. Yep. So it, it was pretty good. I'll just play. Do you have a link? Do you have a link? Will you have a compilation of that? Or well, I put all the videos I could find um, under the nine eleven category. So they're not. Oh, okay. They're not any particular thing. If you look at it's from nine eleven free fall. He's the guy that did it. He did a 9-11 show for a while. I can't remember where the guy came in. Uh, let's see. He's got a long intro here. Knowledge that the World Trade Center Building 7 fell oh, this is the guy himself doing the call-in. feet on 9-11, which means it was meeting no resistance for eight stories. So sparing me a diatribe about conspiracy theories, can you please give me a straight answer on how you think that's scientifically possible without the use of explosives? Look, I think we should pass on this question. If you want to tell me that there's something going on beyond two planes going into the buildings, I never saw anything that suggested it. That was the most investigated event probably in FBI investigative history. So I've heard this comment that, you know, you'd need explosives inside the buildings to bring them down. I just, you know, I don't want to spend time on this question. I don't think it's valid. Thank you. And I agree. We've had that question posed many yep. times before. Hopefully uh, that will be the end of it. Uh, Robert is... <laughs> I just you know, actually it was a wanna, standard question. I most, can't remember the guy that hosted this talk show right now. Let me just see if give I me can. A straight answer on how you think that for over 100 feet on 9/11, which will institute a standards and technology. 
So this is the guy is from next. Um, what's his nuts? Um, architect and engineer. That's who this guy is. So he did a talk show for a long time. I don't know if it's still going. And his standard question was, how did Building 7 fall if it wasn't hit and it looked like controlled demolition? <laughs> Which is a good question. The first question I asked was how, because I'm into I'm into flying. They told us that the airplane was going, both airplanes were going over 550 miles an hour. That's impossible. At the ground. When an airplane, yeah, that, yeah. Mm-hmm. when an airplane takes off or lands, it's about 150, 160 miles an hour. Right. Not 550 miles an hour. That's impossible. At that, at 800 feet above sea level, impossible. That's when, that's when they confirmed in my mind that this is total bullshit. Well, I actually a, remember. And that's a fact most when, people don't know. What you just said, I don't think most people have ever thought about that. Yeah, and that's why it will certainly be, you know, very low on the evidence list of things yeah. that I talk about. On yeah, very low. Most uh, people don't know the. Also, you don't don't know any of these kind of things. Actually, yeah, true. But just look at the outcome. I mean, with all these psyops, just look at the outcome. So we have this this happen on nine eleven, and now. It comes down to, you know, it was the bankers who did 9-11. It wasn't Bush. It was the bankers who did 9-11, and the bankers win again. The bankers get KYC. That's what they got. And now that we're going into phase two, which is what we're going through right now, mm-hmm. where you're going to – let me tell you a quick story. Okay. So I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to cash out this crypto crap that's in all my all these people send me money like Uncle Todd sent me money for Epic right. Cash. The <laughs> owner of Epic Cash sent me money, how great it is, and I, I don't want that crap. I want to cash out. I want to turn it into resources. To for in order for me to cash out, I had to find this company that can wire the money to me because they don't have ATMs. Here in Pennsylvania, there are two ATMs that you can cash out Bitcoin and crypto. One is in Pittsburgh. One is in Philadelphia. I'm literally in the middle. It's hours to go to either place. It's crazy. But this company will wire you the money, although they're very not happy about it. They're like, why? Everyone's like, why are you trying to cash out? Everyone, everyone from the Epic Cash people are like, why are you trying to cash out? This is the greatest thing since sliced bread to the, the people who are going to cash it out. Why are you trying to cash it out? For me to cash out, I had to give my name. My phone number, my date of birth, my social security number. I had to take a picture of my driver's license on both front and back. This is KYC, by the way. Yeah. I had to stare into the laptop of my computer and turn my head to the left and to the right as they took a video of me. Then, if that wasn't bad enough, I had to give, I had to take a scan of my utility bill to prove it was me. All to cash out like $250 worth of crypto. That's what this is all about. No, I had to do that when I signed up for to to buy crypto actually in Canada. That was mm. one no, that was one site for sure that I did all that. Yeah, it was crazy. Another site that I used, I don't think they asked for all those videos, but yeah, for sure. They wanted to positively identify you for sure. And that was Why? Why? Well, just so they can track who's doing what and <laughs> Now, so I'm a, I'm a criminal money. already just because I want to spend some money on crypto or take it out. I'm a criminal. Yeah, for sure. You're not a criminal, but you're a potential um, tax evader. That's that's right. That's what that's what it's all about. There's no no doubt about that. Right. 
Yeah, so they 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 want to track it. But you know, once once you pour money into crypto, you can just send it zipping around the world, and there's really no way to track. I don't think. Uh, uh, you're to- you're totally wrong. Well, if you do, as Jeff has said, if you take your mm-hmm. Bitcoin and flip it mm-hmm. into something else, no, he's lying. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I can tell you right now, I am on three or four different Epic Cash Telegram channels, mm-hmm. and the guys that are heavily involved in it, mm-hmm. like, seem to be. You never know because they all use these avatar names. You don't right. know what the scoop is. They're like, well. We need more network effect for it to be completely anonymous. There's there's still ways that you can connect dots. No, this is not true. It is not completely private. No. They admit it. Well, if it – yeah, I and guess it's the old problem. We all have uh, our long story. Oh, hold on. Let me just turn him off. And I'll just tell well, you I don't want to st- get into a big talk about crypto, but I guess the main – the main thing you said earlier was that it was developed by DARPA for sure. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense because. Oh, oh, I got, I mean, Uncle Adi like pretty much kicked me off his telegram because I asked people, but I said, what do you guys think about this? Do you, what Epic Cash, how do you prevent backdoors from happening? And I got every excuse in the book. Oh, it's open source. Like open source doesn't mean anything. I can take, I can take a graphic with a picture or a font and I can put it into your open source depository, you accept it, and you have no idea that within that font or within that image is a little bit of code that would completely take everything down. Well, and, Just and because that's, that's open yeah. source doesn't mean anything. Well, yeah, it doesn't mean that any... Well, it does mean that everyone can look at it, and theoretically... That, that doesn't mean everyone does look at it, though, just like... Yeah, exactly. Well, I put my Plus, who, who would, who would know that a font... It. Yeah. Who would know that a font would take down the entire system or a graphic or a pixel? Right. If Not many people know of, that. Yeah, but it's some kind of code in it. Although you would hope that the um, the main the main program would have some integrity to not allow that kind of insecurity. For instance, um, just on my forum software, I was trying to um, allow it to insert some HTML code so I could mm-hmm. embed my videos, and it wouldn't let me. It said, "No, you have to do this." That way, we don't allow direct That's injection great. of HTML code. So this, the the main the main holder of the software, the forum software, doesn't allow that. You have to do it another way to make sure that nobody could just inject that. Right. So so there are so a good open source piece of software should have some protection, so you can't write that. And that's I, I guess again the spirit of open source is all the top guys can look at it and say yeah. It's since it's open, we can all see it's secure because we can't find anything. But because humans are fallible, there could be there could be things that not everyone or nobody saw. I agree with that. If you, I watched recently a couple of days ago the the inventor of Tor. Mm-hmm. He was trying to he was trying to debunk all of these problems that it's the government, which he admitted it is. It was the Navy that funded him. And that it can't be this and it can't be that. And all of his – whatever he said was just like very lame. I was shocked. I was like, that is so lame. There, there's nothing – say if you're going through the internet, it's, it's really hard to bulletproof stuff, really hard. Yeah. And who can you trust? You don't know if you can trust that developer. It doesn't matter if it's open source. In fact, I'm, I'm the opposite. 
I think open source is way more vulnerable than than a closed source piece of software. Yeah, they have their pluses and minuses. Um, just to let everyone know, FacoTube's doing really well tonight. We have 15 live on FacoTube, which is possibly a record. I did repair the chat. So now the chat is on the right side of the screen, and it's easy to see. So the chat, the live chat is working. I don't actually save the chat, and I don't think it replays when you watch the video. So if there's anything in the chat you really like, you better take it out if you want to copy and paste it. But I don't save that chat. That's the live chat. It is working, and I, I, I was having a hard time bringing it up last night, so I moved it on the advice of the developer. So hat tip to him. So the chat is working. So getting back to your 9-11, you are going to do a 9-11 show tomorrow. Will that be available to the general public? Yes, and it will be hopefully ready by Saturday. Okay, so you're going to be editing it and fixing it up. Yeah. Do you want to end tonight's call on a bang? Yeah, we can go a little bit longer tonight uh, um, okay. if you want. I, I'm sort of well, all this over is, the place. This could go pretty long, actually. Yeah. Why don't we just set a deadline for 10 o'clock? That way okay, we, then we take a look at this. And by the way, I will be doing a daytime 9-11 show with your arch nemesis, Simon Shack on Saturday <laughs> for about an hour. Have fun. I'm yeah. I'm getting, call in. Um, <laughs> Wait, are you sure you want me to call no, in? Because I, I will if you want me to. I, whatever it is, you know, it'll you guys, spice things up. That's for sure. You guys are leading researchers on nine eleven. I can't believe after all this time that there's so much bad blood. It's it's ridiculous at this point. I think so. Yeah, whatever. I know. It's 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 crazy. I like both of you guys. So whatever. Uh, I'm I'm probably gonna do it at around eleven. It's only gonna be about an hour because it's sort of the middle of my Saturday. I'm just uh-huh. doing it because he's six hours ahead and he doesn't stay up late anymore. So it's uh, I'm trying to help out um, uh, help him out with his uh, sleep. So I'm doing it in the middle of the day. That's the goal anyway, unless something unfortunate happens. Because in the middle of the day is not the best time for me because I'm actually busy. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, it might happen this Saturday. That's 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 the goal. Okay, so you just sent me something new. Let's take a look. Here. So this is a bit woo woo. Woo woo. Okay. Before before you play it, and I would probably advance it like a couple minutes before yeah. you play it. Mm-hmm. I am becoming more. Uh, let me backtrack. You're familiar with the term targeted individuals. Yes, that's sort of a. Um, what was that thing? Talk shoe. Talk shoe had tons of them on. Yes, they did. And I've always poo-pooed that. If anyone would be a targeted individual, it would be someone like me or someone like Chris Kendall who would talk about all the stuff. Nothing ever happened to us. Yeah. Uh, it is interesting that both my son and I both had lousy sleeps in the last two nights. Like okay. lousy. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I, I'm not so sure. But here's the question. How can so many people – go from being adamantly anti-vaccine for months at a time and in a snap go full vaccine and full vax retard. Mm-hmm. I think this might explain it. How about money? How about, how about the, your bank account going up? Sure. That's it. Okay. Where should I go on this video? Um, 
like he, he tells a couple jokes in the beginning, maybe go like three or four minutes in and see how long it keeps your attention. And it caught my attention the entire time. Who wants to put him in a car, small version over your head so that you can actually get binaural sound in a car. This is 2004. Mm-hmm. What if I can yep. aim sound the way I aim light? I got this waterfall I recorded in my backyard. Now, you're not going to hear a thing unless it hits you. Maybe if I hit the sidewall, it's around the room. The sound is being made right next to your ear. Well, it's buffering tonight. Come on. Is that cool? <laughs> well, the sound is directional. <laughs> Because because I have some limited time, I'll cut it off for a second and tell you about how it works and what it's good for. Of course, like light, it's great to be able to put sound to highlight a clothing rack or the cornflakes or the toothpaste or a talking plaque in a movie theater lobby. Uh, Sony's got an idea. Sony's our biggest customers right now. They tried this back in the 60s and were too smart, and so they gave up. But they want to use it in the... <laughs> Seriously, there's a mix an inventor has to have. You have to be kind of smart... And though I did not graduate from college, doesn't mean I'm stupid, because you cannot be stupid and do very much in the world today. Too many other smart people out there. So I just happen to get my education in a little different way. I'm not at all against education. I think it's wonderful. I think sometimes people, when they get educated, lose it. They get so smart, they're unwilling to look at things that they know better than. And we're living in a great time right now because almost everything's being explored anew. Okay, is there a punchline here? Because he's sort of... Going all over the place. So, I, so he lost you. So basically, you can take that device he invented. At the time, he was selling it for when it first came out for a thousand dollars. It's now hundreds of dollars, mm-hmm. and you can aim it directly at. Let me backtrack again. When sound comes off a speaker, that mm-hmm. sound is vibrating on the speaker level. It's in other words, it's coming from the paper. Yeah, going back and forth. Right. He invented this device that he can point at anyone. Where the sound is targeted to your eardrum. The sound is actually being created and traveling through the air and ends up, instead of the coming from the paper, it, it's actually in your eardrum. Okay. You can directly target people with sound. Okay. Well, wasn't there a directed energy weapon where it's some kind of big sound blast that would just knock people right over? I've seen that video, but that was a long well, time ago. Th- what's interesting is this guy also invented what we're going to use at Exclave Private Towns, which is a weapon, an acoustical weapon to keep people away. It's the same technology. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I, it's, it's interesting that you lost interest so fast. I, I watched did. the whole thing, and it's um, it's not frightening, but it's interesting, and it certainly does put in my deposit in my mind the idea that someone can whisper something to you and you think that you're hearing yourself think and it's not you. Hmm. Well, I'd love to try it. Can you, can you buy one of these <laughs> this things? Gu- <laughs> this guy also invented something um, called the Bola, Bola Wrap. Okay. Let me see if I can find that real quick, which is a really ingenious device. And James Altucher actually invested in it. Okay. Let me play uh, – can I just play a message um, from a caller who called in today? Because I, I don't sure. normally get messages. I thought I'd play this just for – well, you're looking. Hey, this is Ramon calling from Minneapolis, Minnesota. 
I uh, just wanted to check in with y'all up in the uh, frozen north and then give you my uh, point of view from Minneapolis, the heart of the uh, George Floyd uh, scene that happened uh, last year. Uh, yeah, give me a call back if you want to. Otherwise, I'll try giving you a call back when you guys are all online together. All right. Yeah. And the point of me playing that was that I do take calls in the daytime. I didn't get that call. It didn't come through to my mobile device. I don't know why. But if you do call the fakeologist phone number, I sometimes will answer in the day, and I will talk to you. And I did call this person back. I think he said his name was Ramon. And uh, I, I didn't get through. I heard just dead air, and I thought my phone wasn't working, but I, it was. So there's something wrong on your end when I called you. Just to let you know, I do call back. You can talk to me. And I will record every call, so be careful what you say. Uh, don't don't be rude or nasty or threatening because everything is recorded. And I usually like to play it back. Now there, I've had some obnoxious calls. <laughs> so I I'm not playing them back. Um, just so I don't. I'm not trying to trap people, but just let just 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 be normal and have a nice conversation, and we can talk. But you could, if I don't answer, you could leave a message like Ramon, so and I will play it occasionally if it's interesting. Now that wasn't particularly interesting, but it was just an example that you can leave a message and I will play it. But I'm not going to save that one because other than in this broadcast. So there you go. And if if anyone wants to call in tonight and talk to Marcus, you can do that as well. Marcus, I doesn't normally take phone calls on his own show, so. We're going to be on for a little bit. If you have any questions for Marcus, you can leave them in the chat or phone. phone line That's how you open. control the narrative, Tim. You don't allow phone calls. It's great. Well, yeah, I know. Phone calls are often very disruptive to talk shows. I think you have always said that. And many, many talk shows that I've listened to, they don't like phone calls because they derail everything. Yep. But... Sometimes fans like to call in. Let's put it that way. So sometimes it's fun. But uh, anyway, go ahead. So here's the invention, the latest invention of the same guy, Woody. Uh, and I think it's ingenious. See if you can see what it is right off the bat. All right, let's go. And by the way, uh, Peter Roo, who is a Canadian, he says, the original Marcus Simon encounter on Hoaxbusters is pretty entertaining. If you haven't listened, it might be on FacoTube. Yeah, it might be. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it is. I caught a lot of heat for that. A lot of people said that they – well, a a minority a, – a high vocal minority of people said that I was an asshole to him. And I thought I was very respectful, but I just didn't put up with his crap. And I just asked three questions, basically. He couldn't answer. Yeah, well – Oh, this is some kind of bola wrap. Oh, that's cool. No, what? So instead of using lethal force... Yeah, that's pretty cool. So yeah, this Woody guy has invented a lot of stuff. Is there any slow motion where I can actually see how it works? Yeah, I can tell you how it works when you're done with that loud video. So basically, it has little hooks on the end. And in fact, if you aim this at someone who is not wearing pants, like wearing shorts, 
they're going to be screaming in pain because it has these fish hooks that wrap around and grab onto your skin. Oh, in this okay. case, it grabs onto your clothing. Yeah. And I'm sure if it was something thin, it would go through and hurt you as well. So Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Well, they don't use that. It's kind of like uh, Spider-Man. He just spins a web on you. Right. Yeah. Well, hey. Yeah. So I'm very impressed by this witty guy. I've been looking much into his inventions, and he says the really exciting thing is that we haven't really invented anything in history, and that's what I'm excited about doing again at Exclave Private Towns is bringing that back, is to make it so that we make stuff, we invent stuff, we bring free energy stuff, things that have all been taken away from us because of scarcity. That's the world we live in. This whole thing that we're living in, right? Think about everything in life right now, scarcity. There's no food. You can't make money, this and that. Everything's about scarcity, which mm-hmm. is nonsense. If you go to an island with a million people, there's trillions of fish in the ocean surrounding the island. Everyone can eat fish right. for free. Unless someone there's, is dragnetting the whole ocean with those huge netting Even systems. if they do that, there's still tons of fish. Yeah, but just maybe not in a convenient place. Like if there's tons of fish in the middle of the Pacific, however big that really is, uh, right. how do you get there? It's a long way. You'd have to burn hundreds of thousands of gallons of fuel to get out there and come back wouldn't be too economical so yeah i I agree there's an abundance of nature and i still don't have a good reason why they want to control and put man down now i think the official story is that they say that men man is ruining the earth basically and if he continues to ruin the earth There'll be nothing for everybody. So this idea that they have to cull the herd by controlling and micromanaging everyone through their digital ID, that's their great idea to save humanity. That's just complete and utter nonsense. Yeah, I know. There's got to be a better way. (laughs) But right now, that's what they're doing. It's nothing to do with the virus. I think you agree with that. It's everything to do with creating this digital control grid where they control what you order at McDonald's at any time. That's yeah. the level of control they want. They think it's possible with the technology that we have right now. And it might be. But I know Man, that I didn't vote for it. I didn't sign up for it. I know some young people would like that or maybe the benefits that come from it. Have you ever voted? Have you ever signed a contract for anything in life that you were going through right now? Of course not. No. Here, hold on. I'm going to say goodbye to my family. I'll be one minute. I'll be right back. All right. Say goodbye. Well, they're they're leaving late. They are leaving late, aren't they? Okay. Let's go see the chat. Uh, What do we got here? Yeah. Okay. Skate and destroy. Hello. Skate and Destroy says, Marcus, BL thinks, think calls, make shows interesting. Depends on your audience, though. Yeah, calls can be interesting. Oh, that was fast. They're leaving late tonight. They are. They normally leave at uh, 5 o'clock. Yeah. Are they driving far? They're going to Virginia, somewhere in Virginia. 
Really? At 10 o'clock at night? That seems like an odd time to go. You're going there, I just heard Williamsburg, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which well. is a very Civil War-ish type of fake place yeah. for a wedding. And, of course, the wedding, they have a limited – I, I hear it's because she's a very plain person, doesn't want to have a lot of people. I think that's bullshit. It's because of COVID, and you can't have too many people at these these outings. So mm-hmm. there's only 25 people, so my family is representing an eighth of the wedding, which wow. is pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah. That's Should be good. honored by that, right? Well, that's good. And I told my, my youngest son, I said uh, – he's like, I don't want to go. I said, you should really go. Because then you'll know not, never to go to a wedding again because it's the biggest waste of time ever. <laughs> okay. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. So we'll we'll uh, see what happens. Giving him a piece of Marcus negativity. <laughs> uh, reality, I like to call it. Uh, Tim, do you like going to weddings? Well, I don't get invited to many. I haven't been to one in years. I don't mind it. Okay, so the last the last one you went to, did you enjoy it? I, I I was okay with it. Yeah, I danced with my mother, and yeah, I thought it was okay. It's, it's just not mm. something I do. I'm not against it. I. I'm actually, even though I'm very, I have a very antisocial job. I don't mix it up with people. Just it's that's why I have time to research. Um, I do like people, and I do like telling people what I'm all about because I have different views, and it's interesting. And I like to kind of poke people into thinking differently. So I have no problem with weddings. I wouldn't do it every day, but overall, it's okay. The food's usually bad, but. And I right. I'm not comfortable in a suit. <clears throat> right. It's uncomfortable. Keep going. It's different. I like doing different things sometimes. Let me let me let me say this. And mm-hmm. I'm using performative because it's a really good way of speaking <clears throat> to get your message across, as you know. You should tell people what performatives are. It's been a long time since we've mentioned that word. Yeah. Um to I know what it is, but to define it. A performative is when you tell the audience what you're going to tell them. Right. So it's a form of... It's like predictive pre- predictive programming of what you're going to say. Yeah. It's a, it's a... I think it's a form of rhetoric, which is a part of the trivium or quadrivium that we're That's not right. taught because we are not supposed to know these tricks. And right. right. If, if you know what a performative is... Then you'll you'll always notice that the politicians use it all the time, including Bill, Bill these, Clinton, especially. Yeah, yeah, including these public health ministers. They have been trained. I'm watching. Let me tell them. you the truth. Let me tell you the truth. Yeah, I'm gonna now. I'm going to tell you something, and you're right. going to listen. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. He's ter- He's he's off the charts. Um, I noticed that um, Pre- President Needles, Biden. Uh-huh. He's 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 just a bad speaker overall, but he does use performatives. Yeah, and, it's because it's in the speech. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He's he's a I like the uh quote saying, "Listen, can you can you just turn around the teleprompter so the audience can read what he's supposed to say because he can't read the teleprompter properly." <laughs> I thought that was funny. I didn't say it right, but anyway. see, that's that's when you ask me, "How do I know it's this Indian guy who's writing speech?" Because it, it, either the team is using the exact same performative formulas, etc. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's probably the same guy. It's the same. Well, it's the same patterns. Yeah, I think there's always a head writer for mm-hmm. for these things for actors or for um, Hollywood or. Or for politicians, there's a head writer. Someone has to be in charge, but they definitely have junior writers. 
for sure. And they might, they probably have a whole team, maybe 10 or 20. There's interns and all kinds of them. Just, I think, uh, one of the people that, uh, was a speechwriter for George Bush was, um, a Canadian, um, a Canadian guy, David Frum, who actually I thought was really right wing, but turns out he's sort of the opposite, but he was George Bush's head writer for a while. Anyway, I just wanted I wanted to play or show this or play this actually. This is the pri- the prime minister, the premier of British Columbia, the westernmost province, and this was the one of the most egregious forms of news speak I've ever heard. Mm. This is not about restricting people's rights. This is about giving more rights to those who've taken steps to protect themselves. There will be no services denied to any British Columbians as a result of... This is about... This is not about restricting people's rights. This is about giving more rights to people. (laughs) Like, how can you... A right means you can just do it. Nobody can give it to you. If you believe... It's a promise. It's a legal promise. Yeah. So he's going to, so the government has removed the protection of your God-given rights, and they're now leaking them back to you slowly. And if you're good and follow the rules, you'll get more of your God-given rights back. You know, the ones that the government was supposed to protect any infringement upon. So I just thought that was amazing how they've just reversed what a right is. And uh, I had to play that. When I saw that, the, the first thing that comes to mind is Animal Farm. This is the best quote in the whole George Orwell book. Mm. And that is, all animals are equal, but some animals are more equal than others. Than others. I cannot, that is, I cannot get that quote out of my head. And that's, if you remember the book, the pigs, the pigs, which I guess is one of the smarter animals, they loathed man, but eventually they became men by standing on their hind legs. So that's how the book sort of how the, how the book sort of evolved. Four legs good, but two legs four legs good, two legs bad changed to four legs good, but two legs are better. Mm. <laughs> so they sort of morphed into the the farmer that they hated. Anyway. Right. Right. That was a good one. I like that. Um, Here's a bit of... Can I just play this bit of fear porn that this guy was dropping? He's a protest organizer in Canada. He was on the Kevin J. Johnson show last night. And uh, I don't know if Kevin J. Johnson's real or not, but he sure is getting arrested a lot. He's going back to jail, by the way. Oh, you sound like you're you're backing off on him being real with that statement. Well, no, I, I'm just saying it. I, I have to be skeptical in case I'm wrong. <laughs> but he <laughs> seems real because he seems to be going to jail a lot. And they're using, he's finally saying it, they're using lawfare in Canada where they're just, they're just arresting you and throwing all kinds of charges and seeing whatever sticks. But you still have to defend yourself against a charge, even if it's completely, completely... Um, Ridiculous. What do you do if you don't wear a mask and you get charged? What do they do? Well, they could just say you're disturbing the peace, which is a really general criminal charge. So if you go in... So if you go to court and you say, I can't wear a mask, they can say you're disturbing the peace? Well, no, you'll be charged with disturbing the peace. They can't recharge you in court. So 
For instance, he went to a store to buy shoes. He wouldn't wear the mask. And then the sales girls felt threatened, so they called the police. And the police just came and charged him with disturbing the peace. I'm sorry. I'm miscommunicating. So if he's, if you are to appear in front of a judge and you don't wear a mask, oh, what do they do? I don't know. I don't hmm. know. Well, in, I know in, in the U.S. you can't even get in the court to see the judge right. and then you're charged with failure to appear. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what happened to the Bundy guy in Idaho. Uh. Anyway, let me play a bit of that. Enjoy the, the, you know, the summer and, you know, masks. Let them just hang out with their families, figure their things out. Now the fall's here and we see the writing on the wall. They're coming to kill us and they're killing us with these vaccines and there's no doubt about it. And we, as the people, have to stand together now. This isn't about division. This is about they're coming for us. They're coming for us. And they're going to start with the vaccine passports. Then they're going to start having roadblocks. Then they're going to check for the vaccine passports. If you don't have a vaccine, they've got these isolation camps they're going to put you in. And if you don't take a vaccine there, then they're going to take confiscate your land, their property. And they're then going to either force vaccinate you or put you in a jail because they're going to make this new variant, which is vaccine deaths and vaccine illnesses. That's what it really is. It's They're going to make people believe that there's a new variant out there. A variant of what? You can't have a variant if there's no isolated virus. So what is it a variant of? No, there's no variant. What the variant is, is the vaccine reactions and the sickness and the illness and the deaths being caused by the vaccine. And they don't want this information out there because it destroys their nerve. The head of Pfizer, huge. Yeah. Uh, I hear that. I hear that a lot. It's the, that the variant is the vaccine from the no, no. The variant is just marketing. Yeah. It's just they're just making stuff up. But it is the vaccine. Do you think the vaccine is poison? That's the question. Or any of them are because there are many. There are many injectables. Different again, companies. again, again, again. I pulled and I pulled this up on my show last night, which got deleted. I pulled up the Reynolds and Reynolds obituary. I always do this. Right. Deaths are still like even throughout the entire year and a half now. It's been like nothing up, not too much, not too. The only time it went up a little bit was in December, which is always the case because everyone gets the flu vaccine and people die from that. That's it. It's been pretty level. In the beginning of COVID and now. So is it a poison? Is it killing people? It sure does seem like it on the internet. And -hmm. I've said that before. But in reality, if I look at the obituary, unless the the Reynolds and Reynolds funeral home, which is getting a ton of publicity for me, by the way, uh, unless they're in on it and they're like fudging the obituaries, no, I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing this massive kill off. Mm -hmm. Okay. Are you? I'm not looking. I'm not looking. But I do hear stories like the one I heard last night where the guy, um, the the woman he knew, they lost, she she died and the baby died. So that is – But here's, here's the thing. The if you're not allowed to go to the hospital I, – I see, I think the hospital for the most part, for the most part, there are some very good, very good, amazing, godlike doctors mm-hmm. in the yeah. hospital. But the, you go to the hospital, you're going to – and you're old, you're going to die. 
And now that you're not allowed to go to the hospital because there's fear and because of COVID and regulations and there's shortages, et cetera, I think it's actually saving lives. <laughs> well, there's a lot less activity going on if people are staying home. Although now I noticed this last week, the roads are crazy busy here. So people are yeah. definitely out and about. Yeah, here too. Yeah. yeah so I, because, well, they're going back to school. Yeah, and, and they're home from summer break. And, yeah. yeah. All right, it's around 10 o'clock. Do we have any uh, anything to close it out? Anything in particular? I've, I've always got something on the blog, of course, and I haven't looked at every FacoTube video tonight. I put quite a few on. Um, the FacoTube chat is uh, not much going on in the FacoTube chat tonight. I have a final thought, if that's how you'd like to end. Sure. Did you want to talk about Alanis? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not particularly. I, in, before we hit the record button, I was talking about uh, – he's like, what music do you want to – now, I don't do – he knows I don't – Tim likes to screw with me like that. I don't like music. Mm -hmm. I um, love music. By the way, do you, that, that, that's a good thing to end with. Do you know why I don't like music? Well, because you're afraid you're going to get hypnotized by it. Programming. That's – I'm not afraid of being hypnotized, but did you, do you know the whole story behind the tuning of instruments scam? Uh, no. Is, is this something to do with 440? Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's how you, how do you get everyone lockstep to do something? You make it so that it's a standard. For example, if you're in a band, you pick up your guitar and you tune it according to the tuning device of yeah. choice. Right. And everyone across the world does the same thing. Hmm. Well, what if there's a conspiracy, and I believe there is, to make it so that you you have the the frequency a little bit off of what is natural, hmm. which is for that's the off is the four forty. Right. So, so now off. everyone's playing music that is detrimental. They don't even realize it because yeah. they think they're playing in tune. Right, yeah. That I got a bit of a tin ear, and my I I don't I I can hear when someone's in tune, but I'm not a musician. My wife knows this because she played piano, so she knows when someone's really out of tune. But yeah, that's mm -hmm. that's not bad. Well, that goes along with what Miles Mathis says that that the art that they call art is deliberately horrible yeah. to make you think that it just makes you think that there's no beauty in art. And it, That's right. it, it's it's disruptive. It's like bad music. You usually recoil. You cringe when you hear bad music. And That's right. And I and yeah. So you yes. it, it it makes you think. And I yeah. Miles Mathis does a lot about this, and he just says it's deliberate, just to make mm -hmm. it just to make you unhappy. Like That's you, right. Yeah. So it can be music, it can be actual art. Like I think most modern art is it's deliberately horrible, just to make you think there's no beauty in art. So I'm going to do a show. I'm going to I'm going to play a lot of popular. Uh, there's a comp. There are compilations out there. I'm going to show the difference between the slight differences in in pitch, mm -hmm. and you're you're going to be amazed at what the difference is and how what your favorite song is when you hear it the right way. How beautiful it sounds compared to the wrong way. Yeah. That's why I don't listen to fake music. Because mm -hmm. I know 
what the agenda is. Not only the hypnotizing and the re- repetition of words, et cetera, but the, the actual tuning of the, it, it's bad for you. Well, maybe, but I have a, yeah. Okay. Well, I, okay. We'll do your final thought. I'm going to play us out with music, actually. You're going to play Alanis? No, I'm going yeah. to play her brother, um, Jacinda Adern, the crime sinister of New Zealand. Huh? Is Mr. E, who is a bit of a musician himself, he's not bad. He can carry a tune, but he did a ACDC song and showed some footage of uh, the crime sinister of New Zealand, who may be a man or something in between. Yeah, we'll go out on that, but <laughs> that'll be the fun part. But uh, what did, did you want to bring something up before that? Yeah. So my final thought is this. Mm-hmm. If with okay, let me ask you this question. And I, I asked you about this on Telegram, and you gave me a little bit of a back and forth on this. Okay. On eight thirteen, I said you're going to wish that it was twenty twenty all over again. And Waterman Chris gave me crap about that. All right. Do you, do you agree with Waterman Chris now that I'm making a whole lot about nothing? I think uh, every month is squeezing tighter and tighter to get to the end game. So I I don't yeah. I I think every month gets progressively worse, yeah. I don't think yeah. anything happens in one huge slam, but I think no. in the next few days with I think the vaccine passport's going to be a huge problem. Like I this what happened uh here in the states. Mm-hmm. There's going to be according to Biden 100 million people who might lose their job? Yeah, or might resi- it, might resign because they don't or, want to take the vaccine passport. Yeah, right. Or, or it, start it, the injection. Yeah. Am I a fear porn peddler by by mentioning that? No, definitely not. You're you're just stating reality and just just what I'll I'll tell you who is a bigger fear porn uh, peddler is the the president. Like tonight, right. his exactly. speech tonight. Should, should sent way more shivers than anything you said down my spine because he's the president. You're you're right. a um, a talk show host, but the, when the president says all the crap he said, that that that's just more squeezing and more. That's reality porn, as far as I'm concerned. If if people go along with it, if the corporations go along with it, then I don't see any reason why they will not. So, right. Yeah. So my final thought is, and again, I never give advice. Sometimes I do slip. Mm -hmm. But if people were to ask me, how are we going to get through this? Mm -hmm. It's not doing the things that you think is the right thing to do because they've planned exactly for us to do this. For example, you would think complaining about this on YouTube is the right thing to do. It's Mm -hmm. not. You would think protesting like what Chris – see, that's why I'm very dubious about Chris Skye. Right. What does he do? He keeps telling people, come to my protest, come to my talk, come. What is that going to do about this? It's going to do nothing. It's mm-hmm. just an echo chamber. Yeah. There's no solutions. The solutions we're given are false solutions. The real solution, the real solution, and I know it's going to sound like I'm pumping my thing. Forget me. You need to, we need to start over. We need to have small communities, small towns. Do it on your own. Don't do it with me. Do it on your own. 
get together a bunch of people and create a small town. Yeah, I, and just I, say I, and just say no. I tend to agree. The problem is it's hard to know when to let go of the sinking ship because the sinking ship, still, dude, the ship is beyond sinking. I know, but it's hard for people. People don't start swimming till they're in the water. When you're on the, the deck and it's still sinking, it's a difficult decision when to jump off. Now, the I, ship is now heading into the crevice in the bottom of the ocean. Oh, I don't think it's underwater yet. Oh, come on. <laughs> do you think this is going to get better? You think there's going to no, be some no, savior? No, I don't. I'm just saying, when do you get your foot off the deck and jump in the water and start swimming? Now. Okay. Well. A, a, a year ago. Well, I agree that uh, we need parallel systems at least. For instance, See, here's the thing. My, my wife brings this all the time. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, how come Exclave isn't built yet? I'm like, honey, I've been talking about this for 20 years. People 20 years ago said you're a crackpot. What you're talking about is never going to happen. Well, that's and then, and then on okay. March of this year, I bring it up. Oh, well, it's just two weeks. I know, it's but like, people are still okay. That's the thing. They're, they're not, not oh, in I don't the know water. what you're talking about. They're not in the water drowning yet. That's how people work. They have well, to be drowning. They're not drowning yet. Then it's going to be too late. That's my point is like pretend you're drowning. That is – that's the way I'm approaching this. I'm not giving advice. I'm saying I'm pretending I'm I'm like ready. It's like I'm underwater for three minutes. It's time to do something. And and we need parallel systems. So we Exactly. Need, we need parallel systems and our system has to work better than their system. So for instance, there should be – we need – an the unvaccinated are going to need their own area. The problem with the unvaccinated, if mm-hmm. I want to, if if they're a minority, which I think they are, they're all over the place. There's a pocket here. There's a pocket. They're all over the place. They're scattered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're all over the place. Now, I hate to draw analogies to the Jews in Germany, but it's the best analogy that you can think of. When. At what time, when should the Jews have left Germany? Because they were given years to get out. They were told. See, I don't I don't know the history. See, that's the thing. We have history. If you believe the Holocaust story, which I do not, but mm-hmm. if you do, okay, we have a precedence of what they're willing to do. If you believe the story, mm-hmm. it's happening in Israel right now. Mm-hmm. They're on their fourth jab. Right. They're under a complete draconian rule. Look right. at Australia, for God's sakes. Yeah. How are people letting that happen? Oh, my goodness. By the way, guns. That's what happens when you get rid of the guns. I don't the think Americans are going to use their guns, though. Do you? They don't, you see, that, that's, the th- that's the brilliance of this plan is they don't need to. They don't, the, the, the people who are doing the banksters that are pulling this off, they know that no one's going to pull out the gun. Right, because they don't even know who to shoot. They don't know. They don't know how to shoot, and they think things are going to get better. They don't know who to shoot. They can shoot, but they don't know who to shoot. I'll tell you exactly who to shoot. Yeah, well, you can't say it on this broadcast. We'll be arrested. Right. But right, you can't. You don't know where to aim. The enemy's not lined up on the other side of the street. He's not breaking your door down. He's wrecking your neighbors and their brains, so they're <laughs> turning against you. That's the beauty of this thing. I'm, I'm not going to say who to shoot, but I'm going to I'm going to list um, an address. I can say this because I'm not saying anything. Who are they? Who to shoot dot com? <laughs> mm, 
Who are no. they? Yeah, by the way, uh, I'm I'm starting to put who are they in different posts on my blog, so I'm constantly asking that question, who are they? Okay, so go to this website. Here, this will be the final link. I'll post it in your chat. Mm-hmm. Bing, bing, bing. Take a look at this. It's 55water.com. Oh, that's in Manhattan. It just sure is. Is that uh, where Larry Fink lives? <laughs> Close. It's the headquarters of Seed and Company. I'll just leave it at that. I'm not saying who to shoot. I'm just saying that I would take a little visit there and check out the place. Is this video getting closer to 55 water? Is this 55 water I'm looking at? I hope so. Let me see. Yeah, that's it. What is that? It's a building Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. overlooks the Hudson. Right. Near Battery Park. Right. Blocks away from 9-11 Freedom Towers. Right. And again, I'm not saying who to shoot because that would be wrong. I'm just saying there might be some important people there. What's that? How long has it been there? Is that an old uh, building? I don't I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. No, I'm just curious. It was there before 9-11-2001. Oh, yeah. It was there before 9-11. Yeah. So it's an older building. Okay. So everyone look up 55 Water and see who lives there. You know, if you want to, if you are going to protest empty buildings, that might be a, a, a building to go protest. I'll just leave it at that. Hmm. C-B-R-E. C-B-R-E. Okay, cbre.us. That's the is that the border patrol? No. Let's look this no. up. Oh, Global you're doing that. You're doing the work. Has yeah. fundamentally altered the way we live. Who is cbre? Why don't I know that? Cbre properties. Da, da, da. About cbre, who are they? Board of directors. <laughs> Rings a bell. Oh, now you're getting now you're getting the list. <laughs> I don't even know who they are. Yeah. Is it a well, that's what they, that's exactly what they want. Are they stock people? Maybe. Their investment, money, stockholder services. Oh, it's Caldwell Banker Real Estate. That's who it is, isn't it? Caldwell Banker? Mm, oh, I thought you were at Seed and Company. I'm sorry. No, well, no, I, I click CBRE. Seed and Company. Well, now I have to quickly look because I've never heard of them. Yeah. Let's just say this. Every single stock transaction that's made throughout the world goes through them. Oh, okay. Kind of like the BIS, Bank of International Settlements. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But way beyond that. Okay. Corporate accountability and driver. Okay, well, that's pretty good. Well, good show tonight. Interesting. We're all over the place, but uh, I think we we gave people some knowledge. We gave people oh. uh, some good and best of all, entertainment, right? Well, I'm enter- I'm I'm just interested in talking to someone who knows what they're talking about. Tuna XXX said, "Who is this guest?" Well, you'll just have to start at the beginning. Tuna XXX. Because the guest has uh, been doing this for a guest. long time. Mystery guest. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Marcus Allen, escapethenewnormal.com. There's your answer to net triple X. Thanks for joining, and uh, make sure you check in regularly if you can. 
and mm-hmm. you have your own talk show so people can go listen to your latest audios. They're going to check in this Saturday for your 9-11 show. Yep. And you've been talking about this since 2008. Officially, so, well yeah. before then, yep. I was uh, one of the original posters at 911movement.org before it got completely blown up. Do you know the reason why that got blown up? No. It was over the most ridiculous thing, and then, and of course, it was uh, someone got doxxed or something, and they they took the entire site down or some nonsense like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew that was that's when I knew I'm like, this is a honeypot. They purposely put all the got all of us corralled there. There's like five of us who, who would post on a regular basis. And then boom, all the research down the memory hole. Boom. Yeah, now it's, uh, well, even Let's Roll forums. Uh, I guess that, that was purged recently, was it not? There was quite mm. a bit of stuff there. I think he re- resurrected. It's all pretty much, all that stuff is gone from what I understand. Mm. The clues forum is up. I'm still up. And um, if you value all this, you should download it and copy it. Yes. All right. I'm going to play out uh, my other interesting um, interest, which is EGI, Elite Gender Inversion, .fakeologist.com. Mr. E is one of the best social commentators on the Bible, on androgyny, on... um, transvestigation and he also sings a bit he has a really good sense of humor and he just has a good presentation and he's still going he's back on BitChute and he just uh, did a little fun video on Jacinda during the prime prime sinister of New Zealand and things are going badly over there as well Mm. we'll play out on that thanks for joining and uh, have a good night you too, Tim. Thanks for inviting me. I All appreciate right. it. All the best. Yep. Anytime. Here we go. I guess I should put the sound on. Why isn't the sound on? Do I have this screwed up some way? Come on now. Where's my sound? Okay. I think I muted it somewhere else. So give me a sec here, guys. Not professional at all. There, I'm going to delete that. Got to hear some sound. Where are you, sound? Let me refresh the page. Okay, I muted the sound. Dumb, dumb, and dumb. Here we go. The biggest balls of all I've got big balls I've got big balls They're such big balls Dirty big balls He's got big balls She's got big balls But she's got the biggest balls 
walls of the mall. My balls are always bouncing. My balls are always full. And everybody comes in, comes again. Your name is on the guest list. No one can take you higher. Everybody says I've got great balls of fire. I've got big balls. I've got big balls. Such big balls. Dirty big balls. He's got big balls. She's got big balls. She's got the biggest balls of them all. Some balls are held for charity and some Pleasure, they're the balls that I like best. My balls are always bouncing to the left and to the right. It's my belief that my big ball should be held every night. I've got big balls, I've got big balls. They're such big balls, dirty big balls. He's got big balls, she's got big balls. But she's got the biggest 